If you imagine you are sitting in the table with someone who is ready to give his life for you, and at the same time, you are thinking how to kill him and destroy him. This is exactly the feelings on the Last Supper. The Lord is ready to give his life for Judas and for the whole world, and Judas is finding the good opportunity for him to betray his master and his savior as well. Sometimes we are coming to the liturgy with the same feeling. Yes, I'm coming to receive the life of Christ, but my mind is wandering right and left, making many other plans against maybe the closest people to me, maybe my wife, my husband, my kids, my parents, whoever they are. But let us re-examine ourselves, as Abuna was telling us a few minutes ago, when we are before the Lord, especially in the liturgy. In the liturgy, we are in the presence of the heavenly host. Even Abuna Sadrus used to say, we don't know if heaven is coming down to us in the liturgy, or we are ascending into heaven. In a few minutes, you hear it, the cherubim worship you and saying, holy, holy, and you are saying with them, because you are joining this heavenly realm. In the homily 82 by St. John Chrysostom, in his commentary on the Gospel of St. Matthew, exactly the same reading that we read today, is trying to elevate our minds more of not the betrayal and Christ giving his, his life to us, but rather to, do you understand what is the meaning of the liturgy? Here are the words of St. John Chrysostom. He's telling us the church believes in one Eucharist, because as we used to say before many times, every single act Jesus did remained eternal. It has no end. And he gave us an example. He said in Genesis chapter one, God created man and told him, go and multiply. He said it once, and it is working till the end of time. He said the same Lord. He's telling us, this is my body and this is my blood. It's not an event in the past 2,000 years ago. It's an eternal event because it came out of the mouth of the eternal Son of God. And then he is adding in the same homily to tell us something very important. That because we have one Eucharist out of time, out of place, when we are gathered in the church, we are out of time, out of place. We are in the presence of the same God incarnate, Jesus Christ. And in the end, he himself is going to stretch out his hands and to give you and me his body and his blood. It's not an imagination, it is the reality of the belief of the church. But unfortunately, the enemy is always trying to degrade it. You are very busy with the one who is beside you or behind you or in front of you, busy with the deacons or the priest, what he is saying, what he is doing, and you forgot the one true reality. You are in the presence of the Holy Trinity, and in the end, Christ himself is giving his life to you. And why he is giving his life? Because St. Paul is confirming to us, when you go out, he doesn't want to see any one of us. What are you going to see in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 10 and 11? That the life of Christ may be manifested in our mortal bodies. We are not seeing each other anymore. I see different faces with the same spirit, the Holy Spirit, with the same likeness of Jesus Christ. 
This is the target of the church. And when he instituted this sacrament for us, he said, it's a new covenant. From now on, you are living members of my body. From now on, you are the mission of myself to the whole world. When he is telling us at the end of the day, go in peace, go with the likeness of Christ to invade the evilness of the world and your victory is assured because Christ has done it. Let us pray the next few minutes. It's just very short or the shortest over the whole year in, in the church as a Eucharist or as a liturgical, liturgical text. Let us focus that we are not here. We are with him in his presence. Don't bother yourself with anything around you. And in the end, insist in your prayer to go out with the life of Christ. At the very end of the liturgy, Abuna is saying, giving for us for salvation, remission of sins, and the eternal life to those who shall What does it mean, eternal life? If I am united with him from now, this unity, it becomes also an eternal unity. He is telling me, you have a place with me in my kingdom. With the glory of Lord Jesus Christ be with you from now and forever and ever. Amen.